Okay, let's talk about Thoreau. I forgot his first name. But basically, this guy, like, went to Harvard, got a degree, and then was a school teacher, and then school teacher didn't, didn't, he quit because they were like, oh, you should punish the kids by hitting them and stuff. And he was like, nah, man, I shouldn't do that. That's not cool. And so he quit. And, like, he was sort of having, like, an identity crisis, I think. Until he read um, his friend's work, Emerson's work, Walt Emerson or something like that. And it was called Self-Reliance. And Emerson talked about, in his essay, about how the biggest, like, enemy to a person is um, imitation. And basically, like, in society, we are all, like, white sheep. And society conforms this even more, like, um, pressures us to do it even more. And that we, there is no thing as an individual if you are a part of a society because we, we don't even have time to think about who we are as an individual and what we believe in and what we don't believe in because, like, we don't have the time to think about it. But, so, like, we are born into this world, you know, and then from the very second we are introduced to our parents and then to friends and whatever and then so we're never like set aside by ourselves to figure out who we are and what we believe in like there's no that alone time to figure out who we are as an individual but from like you know from the first moment we are introduced to people and like scientists say that we are the we are the we are the makeup of the five people that we spend the most time with and that even goes with financially too and so how can i say that myself lydia is an individual and i am free from everybody else and i'm special and i'm unique and stuff but i'm not like there is i am affected by my father like politically because like we have conversations and then i sometimes borrow his thoughts or borrow his ideas and especially when we're kids right um or my mom, if I have a conversation, she says, don't do this or do this or do that. Then I follow to her standards as well. Or if I even in, like um, I watch YouTube videos, right? And I like, oh, I love philosophy and stuff. But at the end of the day, I am just I am borrowing ideas and ways of how to live life instead of figuring it out for myself. And I think so then, like, um, the question of, like, who am I as an individual is, is like, daunting because Lydia is not unique. She is just a makeup of all the information she has gathered through her 17 years of life. And I, like, imitate other people. And I even recognize that I imitate certain things. Like, even when I watch a show, like, I'll act away. Or if I'm with a friend, like, uh, the sense of filtering, you know? Like, I will put on a face or imitate to fit in or... 
or I'll act one way with this person and another with this one. But there's no, like, how can I say that I am truly me? Because I haven't even given myself time or the space to be myself because I haven't, what I'm basically saying is that I don't think anybody can figure out who they are if they're stuck in this society, if they don't take a time to like go out and be themselves and be alone for a bit. And people fear this idea of being alone and stuff and we mock it in society. But if you're uncomfortable about being by yourself for even a couple hours, I think that's worrying. Like, so... Anyways, Thero read Emerson's paper about self-reliance or whatever, and he went extreme, and he was like, fuck it, I'm gonna, like, give, I'm not gonna be a part of society anymore, and he lived on Emerson's uh, shack, and he lived there for two years, and it was by a lake, and he discovered nature, and, and he was just by himself, and he had time to think and form his own ideas and form his own beliefs and... Like, there was no outside influences impacting his views. Do you know what I mean? So he had time to really, truly think about the world. And then, so for two years he was out there and stuff. And then, after that two years, he went back into society and then realized that every other person was passive and that they were just trying to fit in with everybody. And sort of tribalism, in um, like psychologically or the psyche, you know, um, oh, I have to be like my, I have to be like everybody else or I'm not going to get food sort of mentality or like that safety and stuff like that. And we're doing that in society. And the only reason like Emerson had this epiphany of like, what the fuck am I actually doing and what do I believe in? was because, like, he had thoughts of, he had, he was pretty progressive for his time, like, slavery was occurring, and we were starting to destroy our planet and stuff, and he cared about the planet, and he cared about, like, he was anti-slavery, and, you know, and democracy at the time, well, it is today, democracy is the majority of the people's thoughts, like for right now and I thought I liked democracy you know but what if the majority of your thought like majority of the people believed in slavery do you like democracy at that time then no and so I personally like democracy because I don't think that one individual should have the power to rule the many I think the many should rule like the people should have the power and that the power should be distributed when talking about government and uh, how to control a nation whatever but what if the many still have an immoral belief like what like like less than 200 years ago we th- like less than 100 years ago basically we were like, oh, slavery's not that bad, mate. Like, it's okay to, like, have these black people work for us and everything like that. 
and that was still democracy. That was still people, the majority of the people working in power to enforce these laws. And we voted and whatnot. But the individual thought was submerged by the majority's thought. And he was the individual, and so he was having questions like, well, who am I to say that I am right about like not having slavery when all of like the 80% or the 90% all say that it is correct? So who am I to say that I'm, my belief is better than your belief sort of dealio? And should I fight against it or should I conform to it? And in the end, when um, that's the reason why he went into his solitary... So, and then, so, like, after the two years, he came up with the conclusion that he should fight against, he shouldn't conform to it. So, a sort of thing that happened was, like, at his time, it was the American... Uh, Mexican-American war and he was against the war there wasn't really he didn't think that the government should have um, any interest in the ideas of morals and ethics and it was basically the government wanted uh, more it's sort of like imperialism to have more slaves and stuff so they can expand their slave trade and so he was like, nah, I really don't fuck with this. And so the taxes funded the, Amer- the Mexican-American War. So he stopped paying his taxes. And he went to jail. But he didn't see it as like, oh my god, I fucking went to jail or whatever. He didn't like have a pity party. But instead he was like, I'm truly free. I'm an individual. And he didn't you know, like, write a letter to Congress or anything. It was sort of a quieter protest and an individual protest. And going to jail was the first time that he was actually free, he felt like. And basically what he he talks about is, and another thing he talks about is, instead of looking outward for the solutions of happiness or satisfaction, we should look inwardly. So instead of like materialistic goods and like, oh, I'll finally get it if I get the bigger house or the car or whatever. Like when, when he was in the shack, he had less stuff and he was more free. That's why I think um, like minimalism is such a good movement. Cause you don't have as much clutter. So then, you know, and it's a simpler way of life. And the wise, they always have a simpler way of life. I, like, I think you can tell a lot of K-1 
character by the way that people dress or the, the kind of house that they buy. Or even the type of people that, that they like or gravitate towards. And, you know, like, I'm sort of, like, for example, like, somebody, let's say, you know, they're rich or whatever, they get this big-ass house. But then why? Why get the big-ass house? Like, question them. Like, why do you have a big house? Does it mean you have a big ego? Does that mean that you're not satisfied with a small house? Even though that it's just you and your wife living at the house. Why do you need all these maids to pamper you? What does this house prove to you that you've made it? Or um, like look in today's society of like, oh, I love thick women, you know? And you know, like they have a big ass or they have big boobs, right? And it's just this idea of lust and bigger is better. But what's in the mentality of that person who's thick? And maybe they are, you know, like mentally there and everything like that. But you as a person, you're probably more, you want like this, this uh, materialistic goods. And it's not even just materialistic goods, it's material for bigger and better. But he was also saying, or the video I was, is for me, it's not really materialistic. I don't get too attached to materialistic stuff. Like, um, like my parents took my phone away uh, a, a couple weeks ago. And yeah, I was a little, ah, uh, I can't talk to, you know, my dude or whatever. But I didn't miss too much because I wasn't too attached to it. But um for me i have this longing and this craving for like travel and i want to get out and i want to like travel and experience and talk to people and whatever and i'm like okay if i just get out of this house then i'll be happy or if i just get out of minnesota then i'll be free and even though like i that's not guaranteed because guess what this, the only person who is not making me feel free is me. And traveling the world is not going to solve this issue of my hunger for more and hunger for experience or excitement. That's something that's internally going with me. And even though I say these words of like, I already know what the problem is, I don't fully subconsciously believe in it. Like, just because I go to China or just go, because I go to India, just because I talk to all these people, I, I get to see all these cultures, I don't think that will make me happy. I think I will always be looking for something else, looking, keep on going and keep on traveling until I find that thing. Then I think I'll always be unsatisfied if that's my continued mentality. And 
I have this, like, I struggle with, like, right now, I feel like a bird in a cage of, like, I have to do school, and, like, I don't get why I'm doing school, like, I don't have a reason for it, I don't even believe in this educational system, or, like, why am I 17 years old, I have two more years of high school, and then I can, and I'm, I'm gonna be 18, but I'm gonna be, I still have school for another year, I'm still stuck in this house for two more years, and it's just, like, I'm stuck in this feeling of stuck, 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 and, And I always think, like, I keep saying, okay, two more years, Lydia, and then you can be free. But that's not guaranteed either. Like, that's not true. I have to figure out how to be free right now. How to be free in my environment at this moment. Or those problems or those same issues will continue while I travel. And it even goes into my relationships too, of this idea of being bored or whatever, or unsatisfied or like, eh, uninterested. Like, why do I have that? Why do I have this craving for like a meaningful conversation or a meaningful experience? And it's all stuff that's individual, like internal struggles. Like, what am I trying to seek out outwardly? And I have to figure out how to achieve it internally. So I think the answer is um, to solve some of it is like appreciation and being present in the moment and being mindful. Especially being present. I think that's easier said than done, but I have some thinking to do, and yeah, I keep thinking that my self-discovery journey and stuff like that is done, but I keep on finding new information, new little bits about myself. I think learning is just a life thing. And knowledge is infinite.